What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Today we have a special episode where I was a guest on somebody else's podcast. And the show that I was on is called the Amazon Strategist Show. It is hosted by CEO John Cavendish of a company called Seller Candy. And he asked me to come on the show because their industry, sort of like established Amazon seller category, has their own big trade show coming up here this month. It's called The Prosper Show. John asked me to come on, asked me to sort of create some value for all of the exhibitors that would be going to The Prosper Show, some strategies, some thoughts, and some ideas to be able to go to The Prosper Show as an exhibitor or an attendee and go ensure that they drive results. So have a listen, enjoy, and thanks for tuning in. So my guest today, I was introduced to a few weeks ago through um, one of my business mentors, uh, Jerry McNamara. Matt owns Rockaway Exhibits. Um, Rockaway Exhibits and events uh, put our creators of live events and experiences. And basically they build booths for these high level companies and they're more boutique for going to these events. They're excited about trade shows, events, brand activations and experimental marketing, and they bring ideas to life. So when I met Matt, I was like, let's get Matt on the show and dive deep in with somebody who's been to probably more events than anyone else that I know in the world. And also, Matt argues with events support, so you don't have to, because I know <laughs> me personally, I've been arguing with event support, or my team has been arguing with event support for the last two weeks, trying to understand what goes where, how do we get things to the door, all the little things which you never think are going to be a problem, but turn out to be uh, quite logistically challenging. So without further ado, please welcome to the screen, Matt Kleinrock. John, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Great, thanks. Thank you for letting me expound on the uh, intro. <laughs> of course, no problem. You nailed it. So, where are you? Um, where are you dialing in from? Where are you based? Uh, Orlando, Orlando, Florida. At Disneyland. That's what I think of when I think of Orlando. Gosh, it's just what everybody thinks of. <laughs> <laughs> have you been many times? Oh, I have a three-year-old. Um, my wife takes our three-year-old probably once a quarter. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wish I was. I wish I could go to Disneyland. I've never been. Really. It's quite no, yeah. I mean, I uh, tried to go once when I was in Florida, and I was like, a day trip. How much would a day trip cost? And by the time you do the transport, the getting in for just a day ticket, I was like, yeah, six hundred dollars or something like that. And I was like, yeah. uh, not not this trip. It's not cheap. <laughs> so the question I think everyone would be wondering is, how many trade shows have you been to or worked on in your life? Worked on is a high number, right? Yeah. Uh, been to, probably not as high of a number. I don't go to every single trade show that we've worked on, especially mm. now, right? As the company has been built, I really don't go to as many as I used to. Early mm. on, attended way more. Um, but of course, you know, my sales team goes to a ton. Our traveling supervising team goes to a ton. Um, and we execute a lot of work on a lot of trade show floors nationally. Nice. And then when, when do people come to you? Like what's your MO of people you tend to work with? Yeah. So all different kinds of companies, right? Because you got to remember the spectrum of people exhibiting is 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 massive. So many industries, right? Um, I think ones that we've learned over the years for us specifically is, you know, people that value face-to-face -face marketing and exhibit it multiple times a year and really use the channel, right? as a sales and marketing channel that they're going to try and gain results from is really what our ideal customer is. There is a huge sector of people that exhibit once a year at their, at their annual show. And, you know, they feel like they need to be there just because we do work with some of those people, but they're typically not as ideal of a client as, you know, the other side of the thing of the spectrum. Um, there are certain industries. We're not niched into any industry specifically, 
Um, I feel from a business model, it's just a bit dangerous. I mean, look at it right now, right? With the recession on the horizon or, or already in the beginning stages, we have had some clients that basically let us know, said, hey, we're not exhibiting this year. But hmm. that's from two different industries for two different clients. Now, imagine if we were niched into those two industries. I mean, we'd be, we'd be in trouble. Yeah, I agree. Totally. So yeah. you talk about channel. So what's the difference between brands that just go and go to a show and actually use yeah. it as a sales and marketing channel? So first of all, I think even just using the term channel is important, right? Like trade shows is an, is a uh, kind of an old habit, an old method of doing things. Uh, I don't think it's evolved enough over time. So the best companies and the best exhibitors, they view trade shows as a sales and marketing channel. They view it like any other sales and marketing channel, right? It has to be treated that way, has to be treated with intent, with strategy, execution, um, the ability to adapt and the ability to measure, uh, the difference is people that don't treat it that way. And they just treat it like the trade show that we go to once or twice a year. Those people typically are not strategizing. They're not, um, don't have enough intention in what they're doing. Um, and they, they typically don't even know if they're getting results or not at their trade shows. So I'd say there's a big Delta, but you know, between those two. I love that. And so, you know, strategizing and measuring. So, I mean, what would you say is a minimum effective um, strategy for, you know, what you need to be going into a trade show to be like, I want to get results from this to prosper in two weeks? Oh, yeah. I think there's a difference between a seasoned company that has been at a certain trade show. And even if they're not measuring, and even if they don't have these wild results and experiential campaigns, um, they can quickly implement and say, okay, Let's start putting some real intention. Like we know the show is good. We know our audience is there. We know our customer is there. We know that it's an active show. They're, you know, slightly hungry for what it is that we're offering. It's busy, right? There's like positive vibes around it and they go. And I think that's a much easier transition for somebody because then what you need to start doing is say, okay, why do we go to this show? What is our true purpose for being here? What's the intention? Like that's a big thing is mapping your intention. Um, and being very, very clear on it. Most people are like, oh, we want leads. It's not uh, specific. It's not drilled down enough. Um, there's one I heard a while back from a customer of ours, and they basically said it's to educate our customer and prospects on our software. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I said, well, why? And they said, well, there is a bit of a learning curve with what we do and what we sell. It's not, over, it's not overly simple to explain. And they said, typically when we get somebody in a trade show booth and we can demo and have a conversation, they're like, oh, wow. And their eyes open. So that was an intention, which then rolls into strategy. So now you can create strategy based on the intention and you can create strategy based on your customer, strategy based on your brand, strategy based on your position in the market, the value you offer, the problem that you solve. Um, and I think those are just big, big things. So companies that are at shows and doing them and have positive vibes, um, they can make that switch easier. Now, the other flip of the coin is companies that have never exhibited before and they're looking into trade shows or thinking of getting into them. Those, my recommendation is to test shows, uh, really get a clue as is your audience there and is your audience there for the right reason? You can't be tone deaf to why they are there. That's a big one for new exhibitors and test things, go in with strategy, consider the customer, um, 
try to put together like a good experience for them uh, and then be able to now say, okay, how are we going to adapt moving forward? Can we grow? You know, is this show not good for us? And all that requires some measurement, some form of business initiatives that you're looking to hit. And did you hit them? Hmm. Awesome. No, I love that. So intention, strategy, and then, you know, testing and review afterwards. So from your experience, like what's the range of investment that companies make in trade shows? Good question. So statistically, what I would say that what I've seen marketing budgets, like trade shows is like 20 to 40% of marketing budgets, which is a big number. Uh, and part of the thing that I kind of harp on sometimes and talk about, which is like, you're spending 20 to 40% of your marketing budget is a massive number yet you don't have intention, strategy, a whole plan in place. You're just going just to go. But budgetary wise, look, it really, really varies based on the company and, and, and sizes, right? You know, you have people with do one show a year, they want to spend 15 grand, right? You got some people do multiple shows a year, they spend $2 million. So it's, you know, it really depends on the company. There really is no like average spend or typical, everybody varies, but um, I would say serious exhibitors, people that are exhibiting multiple times per year and really utilizing the channel, it's in the hundreds of thousands. Mm. I mean, I can see, I mean, if it's 20 to 40% of marketing budget and your marketing budget is a million bucks, then it's, it's a lot of money. Exactly. So we've got the intention, we've got the strategy going into the show. Like we get to the show, we're at the show. Like what can exhibitors do at the show to get the most out of those very like jam packed two or three days of mm. just being there and full out? Because when you're in there, it's like being in the tornado for a little while. It's quite the ordeal. So to get the most out of your trade show, A, I would say it's like anything else. It is all about the upfront work that's done, mm. right? Um, upfront work is like what I talked about, intention, strategy, understanding your customer, and then creating a trade show booth and experience and everything in there so that it lines up with when you get to the trade show. The second piece is having a plan on the trade show floor. What are your talking points? What happens? I ask this question all the time. Let's say I'm your ideal customer and I come walking up to your trade show booth, which is why most people are there anyway. What happens next? Are you just relying on a salesperson that's really good? It's going to bring this thing home and, and be friendly. And no, you need a plan. You need talking points. They need to understand the experience that you've built as a trade show booth. They need to understand the engagements that you have in your booth. And you need a like personnel strategy, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing is to get the most out of your show, you have to do pre-show marketing. You have to have some way of marketing pre-trade show. Uh, it's difficult when you've never gone to a trade show because getting that data is tough. A lot of the uh, you know attendee data is super sketchy. The show is not overly like, hey, here's everybody's information. So you have to get creative. As you go to trade shows over the years, you can collect your own data and then start using it properly. Um, Pre-show marketing is one. I would even say during the show, depending on how big of an exhibit and big and team you have, you know, you need to have morning meetings, morning powwows. You need to have ways of collecting data. Everybody needs to be on the same page. But essentially, like the overarching theme is you have to go in with a plan. You can't just have a booth built, have it shipped and show up and say, let's do this. You need a real plan, you know, and that's how you get the most out of a trade show. There's a lot of guerrilla marketing type things, you know, um, hosting happy hours, doing pop-up things. You know, you and I talked about some, you know, just when we were meeting each other and, you know, just interestingly enough. And I think you have to consider who is your customer and it is a market. Like 
I encourage people all the time on this. It's a market. You are there with competitors. You're there with your customer. So, I mean, you know, you're fighting for attention. How do you go get attention? What are things that you can do? And a lot of that goes back to your engagement inside your booth. Um, what are you offering in raffles? What are you doing in the evenings? Have you, you know what I mean? There's a lot of ways guerrilla marketing wise, the people that are most creative, the people that are most bold, the people that take the most risks, um, can typically do really well at trade shows. I love that. And I think that is the, uh, a super valuable little, uh, clip and soundbite. And we'll make a list out of that for you as well. For when we, when we share this episode of all those things you just shared, cause that's super, super cool. Hopefully it helps somebody. Uh, no, I think I definitely will. And I totally identify with, uh, treating it like a, like a sales process. You know, we wouldn't spend 30% of our marketing budget at throwing it ads without being like, Oh, what are we going to do when somebody comes in from that? ad? And you would just be shocked how many people do it. I mean, shocked the amount of money spent on trade shows with a lack of intention, a lack of strategy, a lack of thought. They don't even have an experienced event marketer leading the charge. Blows my mind. It is a lot of money sometimes, you know, and, and that's where I said like trade shows have kind of gotten this saddle as just something that we do, which is unfortunate. And I think that's why there is a lot of people that are, have a, have a sour taste in their mouth about it. You know, because they're just doing it. So they're not going through the steps the right way, but they're frustrated that they're not getting results, but they don't even know if they're getting results. They're just saying, oh, this doesn't work. We just show up, you know? So it's a bit of a catch-22 sometimes. Mm. Nice. What metrics do you think mm -hmm. people should be tracking for their booth? Okay, so metrics, I think, one thing I think that's really important is that when you talk about, everybody has to have goals going into a trade show. You need goals. I think if you're in marketing and you're running this, I am getting an understanding of what sales goals are. I'm also getting an understanding um, from leadership, what the business's initiatives for the year are, business goals, business initiatives, what's going on, because you want the trade shows I don't think you want to get too dialed into like we had 800 people walk through the booth and we had 30 at this demo stand. I think that's too dialed in. I think you're looking for, I, I keep using this term, positive business outcomes at trade shows. There's a lot of information you could run through like a funnel. Are they coming in the top of the funnel? Are we moving them from the middle to the bottom? Did we convert them at the trade show? Those are all things you have to pay attention to. Is this a trade show that we fill the top of the funnel? Is this a trade hmm. show where we're seeing prospects and we're closing them like you know what what's going on in, in in that case and if you understand that it can lead to what you measure so what you measure should go back to what is important like anything else like you know like a kpi in business or like a kpi in marketing but i always encourage marketers understand what sales goals are get aligned with them understand what the leaderships and the businesses initiatives are and how do you tie those together to make sure that the initiatives and the actions and the results that you're trying to create at a trade show are tied to those? Because ultimately, those are going to have big impact. You don't want to go to a show and be like, oh, we had 900 leads. And we, you know what I mean? You want to be way more detailed where you say something like, hey, we spoke to 50 people currently in our funnel and we converted 10 by giving them a demo. So like that would be a more dialed in thing. I think that's a good example of being more specific and tying it to initiatives and goals and things that the business has going on. I love it. I already have two pages of notes from our conversation. Huh, I'm going to take this away afterwards and with the team good. and go through, share our episode to the team. Yeah. 
anything else that we haven't covered that you think people should really know going into this trade show in a couple of weeks? You know, like just without going too into detail, one of the things I would say is if you're going to a trade show and you're making the investment, right? Uh, I think there's two camps, right? There's uh, there's a camp of people that this is the one trade show that they do and it's a big show for them. It's a singular thing. And then there's another camp that maybe they exhibit multiple times a year. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're going to a trade show, you're exhibiting in a room full of competitors as well as people that are not competitors. Treat it as such. Treat it like a competition. You're there to stand out. You're there to attract uh, customers, partners, suppliers, you know, you name it. Um, and you're there to go get results. You're not there just to be there. So even if you don't have somebody that's able to guide you, hopefully this is enough for some people, right? But I've, obviously there's way more detail. You have to dial into who their customer is, why the customer is there, how to engage. You know, you can get really deep into this stuff. But I would encourage people fight for results, right? Fight to position yourself. How do you want to be viewed? How do you want to be perceived? Um, what kind of interaction do you want to have with your customer? Like so many people say, we're there, we're there to meet with the customer. We're there to meet with new prospects. And then when you ask them how they want to meet with the new prospect, they're like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, <laughs> if I was walking into a room of 100 people and you told me that, 20 of them would be the most ideal customer in the world and that I was going to get a, maybe a shot at, at talking to three or four of them. I'm not walking in there winging it. I'm walking in there. I know what my opening question is. I know I have, I have other questions in my back pocket in terms of how I'm going to navigate the conversation, right? I know what my strategy is. So it's like, just be mindful of that. You're going to a trade show to compete. You're going to a trade show, like I said, to stand out attract what you're looking to attract um and you're going to get results so like put your best foot forth uh, otherwise it's just a lot of money for a whole lot of traveling drinking and dinners you know mm, true yeah i'm gonna come back heavier not just because i'm in the u.s for two weeks um no yeah 100 percent. so yeah thank you for sharing anything else God, I could talk for hours on this. Anything else that I think people should know, right? We, you know, we're talking about your industry, going to a trade show. Most of the people watching is going to be exhibiting, right? I think the last thing I would probably say is to just be very customer-centric, right? Know who your customer is. Know who your audience is. And don't, not some like BS, like, you know, buyer persona that you're like, oh, this is the persona. Like, really understand who those people are. What are they about? What are they interested in? Why are they at the show? What are they doing throughout the course of the show, right? Like, is there education and they're there for education? Is it that they're there to mess with products? Is that that they're, are they there for meetings and are they there for, you know, like all trade shows have certain vibes to them, certain yeah. flows, certain reasons that people are there. So be in tune to your customer, who they are, why they're there um, and capitalize on that, right? It's, it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's like being relevant. It's more being mindful of them mm. and why they're there and then kind of falling in line with that while standing out and engaging with them. And I think the better understanding you have of them and why they're there and what they're doing, the more fluid or uh, with ease you can engage them in the proper mm. manner, um, which I think leads to better conversations. 
Hmm. Yeah, I identify with that. Yeah, because Prosper Show is sold on education as well. You know, I mean, that's the talks is one wow. of the things they really push. So yeah, if we're piggybacking on our message being, oh, you know, now you've learned this, continue to talk to us so that we can support yeah. you if you have any issues based on this talk. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that. I would just say, you know, I took my team to a conference, trade show, event. Uh, I was maybe last April or so, and I was really bringing my team for education in a certain mm. area and to meet people and just see what the scene was like. It's not something we've done all the time. And, the, you know, the show and a lot of it just fell flat to me. I didn't think they had a good grip on like why people were there. Yeah. Or at least I as a customer was there and from some other people that I spoke to that I know why they were there. And they just lost me, you know, a day and a half in, I found myself at the pool in Vegas, which is not a bad place to be. Uh, but they just kind of expensive place to be. If <laughs> You just pay for your entire team to go to Vegas. Well, you know, sometimes you got to let it rip. Uh, mm. But, you know, like, it's just, they lost me that like every, yeah. every session was ran and presented and pitched by a sponsor that's trying to sell you something. It's like, yeah. what am I going to learn? here like what am i like are we we're not really having a conversation we're not like no we're here for the industry conversation here for the industry knowledge if everybody every session i walk into is just pitching me something it's a waste of time so i felt like that event for me personally at least and other attendees that i know that were there that are similar ish to me was very tone deaf um and the sponsors were tone deaf the people exhibiting no, I get that. And I mean, we're, we're running a virtual summit as well in, in a couple of months. Nice, nice. And that's what I'm trying to stay away from as well. You know, I'm trying to stay into yeah. like a masterclass style format so that we can, everyone can talk and then based on what they share, people can reach out, but it's yeah. not going to be a pitch, pitch fest. We're requesting specific content, talking about specific subjects. So at least that's it good. feels like congruent as opposed to what would you like to pitch yeah. and talk about today? Yeah. And feedback loops on that are huge, just so you know. I, I mean, my opinion is that like feedback loops are huge, you know, like getting a feedback loop from people. It's very big. Awesome. Well, thank you, Matt. Thanks for coming. So how can people talk to you? Should they want to talk about strategy, events, marketing? Like how can people reach out to you? Yeah. So two places. Um, one is on LinkedIn, right? You find me, Matt Kleinrock on LinkedIn. My last name is K-L-E-I-N-R-O-C-K, right? companies, Rockway exhibits and events. I post a lot of content on LinkedIn, my thoughts, ideas, videos, all things like that. So there's always, there's always typically pretty good conversation there. The other side is, you know, we have a podcast called uh, um, Event Marketing Redefined. You know, you can look us up on all major platforms and there's a lot of episodes that we've run that is exactly on this stuff, but more micro and broken down into set things. Like we have an entire episode on pre-show, during show and post-show marketing. So the marketing function of what you would do. So there's there's specifics there. So I would encourage anybody that's looking for more information, you know, to hop on, um, look at the episodes of the podcast, if there's anything that interests you or reach out and follow me on LinkedIn. Awesome. I will also be doing that because I don't know if, we're, I don't know if we're, even, we're even LinkedIn friends yet, but uh, I didn't realize wow. you post all that content. So I'm going to consume that content as well in the next yeah. two weeks. Awesome, man. That's great. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being here. You've been listening to Event Marketing Redefined. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast player. Want to learn more about how to make your next event stand out? Follow me, Matt Kleinrock, on your LinkedIn or join our Facebook community. Thank you for listening.